0: From Digitiki.com.
1: I can swear I saw a hut. A primitive hut.
2: Yes, I thought I saw two. There it is again.
1: A crudely built hut.
3: Uh Uh-oh,
2: we've lost contact. Well, we both saw it. Somebody built that hut.
0: Village Welcome to part 2 of Rare Exotica Vinyl with our special guest Jeff Chenault. We hope you enjoyed the first part of this episode where we geeked out, seriously geeked out on uh, rare records. And uh, this one's for all you record collectors out there. So we're going to continue geeking out now in part two. We are back with Jeff Chenault, And we and uh, Jeff has just informed me that he has some breaking News. So now let's turn to the news desk. Yes, I'm a geek. Okay. All right, Jeff. Well, when we were talking about restaurant
2: records, <laughs> you know, I've always been on the lookout for them, and and uh, you know, I've befriended a, a lot of people locally here in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Um, Francis Lacuna, Marsh Padilla, you know, and. Um, um, Marsh is going to be moving uh, uh, to Boise, Idaho, and um, uh, he's basically in the process of going through the whole house and uh, and organizing things so they can uh, have an estate sale and uh, sell everything off and then move uh, and retire. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in his 90s now, but anyways, uh, he found three reeled reels. Mm-hmm. By the Kahiki Trio, recorded at the Kahiki Restaurant in 1965. Oh, my God. Yeah, Marsh uh, and the Beachcomber Trio, or the Kahiki Trio, as they were known at the time. um, uh, He recorded there from 1961, or not recorded, but played, till 1978. So his band played there for 17 years. Wow, And he had completely forgotten about these recordings until he started moving everything around in his house, you know. And, and he found them, and he knew I had asked him if it, he had ever recorded anything, and he couldn't remember. Well, lo and behold, he found these reels, and... Uh, um, I've already had them digitally transferred, and they sound really good. Ugh. And what I'm doing is putting the best tracks together, because all three reels were all recorded in 1965. And I'm going to put the oh. best, the best songs, and release it as a limited edition LP.
0: Fantastic! What a great, great idea. That I mean, to find a gem like that from a place as important as the Kahiki. That's phenomenal. So I had the Royal Tahitian record, but now you've one-upped me again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: And uh, there's a, a really cool uh, uh, version of uh, Yellowbird uh, mm-hmm. that he does um, that I'll let the listeners listen to if you want.
0: Phenomenal. Let's do that. All right. So uh, this is Yellow Bird by... The Kahiki Trio. The Kahiki Trio in 1960, what'd you say, 1963? 1965. Live at the Kahiki in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs>
2: In fact, what's really neat is that uh, as soon as you start listening to these uh, reels, you can hear a fountain in the background. So you get this water type sound. I guess there was a fountain by where the band played. So you hear this fountain throughout them playing, but the sound quality is really good. Oh, that is phenomenal. Wow. I'm going to probably only press about 300 albums on vinyl, and then that's going to be it. I don't think I'm even going to do a CD. I want it to be like a restaurant record. I think maybe this was uh, uh, going to be a a record at one point, and it just got shelved and and Mm. forgotten about. And now I'm kind of going to bring these tapes out and
0: and share them with everybody else. Well, thank you for debuting that here. Yeah, that's some news. It's probably
2: not going to be available until uh, probably the end of the year, if not next year, but uh, it will be out. Put me
0: down for one. (laughs) Put me down for one. I want one desperately. You got one. I know this is kind of your deal, but I want to throw an artist in here that's um, not, not incredibly rare, but has gotten rarer in the last few years his stuff just has not shown up in used stores or on eBay and that's Gene Reigns. This is one guy that I discovered right. Oh uh, yeah. You know, again quite by accident. This guy's good. I mean, he's up there with uh, Arthur Lyman, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, he's a vibes player. And, you know, as far as I know, he only put out... Uh, I think there's four albums. Yeah, and then one of them is a compilation, I believe. Right, exactly. Actually, the third album is Far Across the Sea. Call of the Tropics is the compilation. This is one guy that there's just absolutely no information about other than what's on the back of the record jacket. But I got a, I got a real interesting story I have to share with you. And I was just bored, and so I did a Gene Rains Google search. And of course, you know, that name is not that uncommon, so there's a lot of Gene Rains, And I I came across an artist website. This guy is a a crayon artist. This guy does beautiful landscapes that almost look uh, like watercolors, but they're done with crayon, which I thought was really interesting. And he had a forum where people who were, you know, fans of the art could post, and Believe it or not, somebody had posted on there that they were the sister of a Hawaiian artist named Jean Raines. She said something about how her brother used to perform in the airports at Honolulu, and his name was Jean Raines. I sent this guy an email, and I said, um, you know, I know you probably may not have a way of contacting this person, I said, but I've been wanting to, you know, gather information about this woman's brother, Gene Raines, and uh, could could you could you uh, if you have her email, could you send it to her, or could you post it on your forum and maybe she'd see it and reply? That was a year ago, and I haven't heard back, so I that was a, a dead end. But yeah, Gene Raines' sister actually posted on there, which I thought was
2: that's great. That's one nice thing about some of these sites like Tiki Central is that you can meet up with relatives of a lot of these artists and then that way you can get more information
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know when I was at the uh, on the Tiki Beach cruise ship at the Hukilau this year I met a guy who was sitting right next to me that went to school with Arnie the singing bartender's son
0: oh, you're kidding.
2: I'm not kidding you. And he knew all about him and met him and everything, and uh, he's passed away since. But uh, yeah, I mean, so you just never know where you're going to find information on these artists. And so, you know, that's what I'm trying to do is compile all this information together into one book so everybody has access to
0: it. Okay, so I'm going to play a Gene Raines tune. And this is you know, Gene Rains is, is really good. He's a really good vibraphonist, and it's really hard to pick my favorite, but there's one that he did on the Far Across the Sea album. It's actually the theme song from a movie, and I really love this version. It's called The Love Theme from the World of Susie Wong. So uh, let's do some little Gene Rains, and uh, just a word to everybody out there listening. Again, this is another one of those guys. If you find something by him, every album is really good. So here's uh, Gene Rain's group, Far Across the Sea is the album, Love Theme from the World of Susie Wong. Okay, there we that's are. cool you
2: got that album too on CD
0: uh I've digitized it yeah and and that is the hardest one to find actually is far across the sea yeah I don't know you why know. it was on Decca wasn't it Decca yeah he yeah. was on Decca
2: which was a big label right oh I know all
0: right, right so now you you're back you're back in the driver's seat Jeff <laughs> what uh let's have another rare exotica record
2: okay here. another rare Good album that uh, just screams to be reissued on CD is the album by Jimmy Namoro called Driftwood.
0: Uh, yes, that is a rare, rare, rare one that I do not have. <laughs> yeah, it is
2: very difficult to find. I've only found it in mono twice. Mm-hmm. I have yet to find it in stereo, but I, it does exist. Uh, yeah. But Jimmy Namoro is one of those. Uh, uh... guys that that plays a lot of marimba and vibes and he has his own style it's kinda mm. like arthur lyman um but it, he he's got his own style and then driftwood is is probably uh... his his best album and it includes a trio that's, that sounds just like uh... Uh, like uh, you could be at uh, Don the Beachcomber's on the beach sipping a Mai Tai, you know. I mean, that's the kind of music it it sounds like. Just great, great uh, exotica music. Okay,
0: what track would you like to do from that Uh
2: My favorite track,
0: one of them, anyways, is Chi 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 Cha Cha Cha. Excellent. All right, Jimmy Namaro from the exceptionally rare album Driftwood. Here you go.
2: That's a good one. I just picked up a new Jimmy Namro album too, which is really cool. Really? Yeah, it's a. Uh, um, see, he was from Canada, and, and you know those music production uh, albums they used to make. Jimmy Namro did three albums uh... for this canadian talent library and i finally just located one of them really so there's still two two more out there besides driftwood and a couple other things but very exotic tracks really
0: oh wow well
2: i got another one from a guy that used to work at the mai kai and he was like the head head uh... band leader at the mai kai Uh, Now this album wasn't uh, recorded at the Maikai like any of the other ones uh, but it was a privately pressed record Um, it was by a guy named Lundy Nelson and uh, it's a a great great album of uh, authentic Hawaiian melodies uh, backed by guitar, bass, ukulele and the exotic sounds of the conch shell which he uses uh, on this thing which is all dubbed in by the artist himself so it's a very creative uh, album. Just really good fun stuff so that's a, that's another really hard to find uh, exotica related um, album.
0: Okay so uh, what track would you like to do off of that? Um, I
2: like um, Maui Chimes. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, rare restaurant record is by a girl named E Halani and she was the voice of the South Pacific restaurant um, in uh, in Florida and she was the the main act there and she was from uh, from Hawaii and she's got an album out on Tiki Records Tiki uh, which Records? Was Tiki Records out of uh, Miami, Florida mm-hmm. and it has the most incredible picture of Aihilani uh, uh, next to a uh, Papua New Guinea tiki with its tongue sticking out. I mean, it's just the most incredible cover mm-hmm. and uh, that's, a, that's a very hard one to find, too. And She does a great version of Bally High on this, which is one of my favorite uh, Exotica tracks by Aihilani, the voice of the South Pacific on Tiki Records.
0: Okay, so let's pull out uh, let's pull out another one out of your uh out of
2: my bag of goodies. Uh, what else is out there? There's so much. Oh, here's one. I recently recently f- discovered this guy a couple years ago uh, from somebody that said, Have you ever heard of Jerry's son? I get these emails periodically and I said no. I said, Who in the heck's Jerry Son? And he told me he was this guy that that played exotic jazz, and he played uh, in the uh, Oregon um, area uh, over on the west coast. And um, I said, is there anything available? I said, I've never seen anything. And he said, yeah, there's like at least a couple albums out that we know of. And uh, I said, really? So I've been searching diligently for years, and I finally located one, and it's called uh, Jerry Sun, the exotic jazz of Jerry Sun, and uh, it's just an incredible album. I mean, forget from beginning to end; it's it's exactly what the title says it is. It's 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 exotic jazz, and it's a really good album. And he he really has a style like Arthur Lyman. That one uh, was was privately pressed by by him as well, and uh, they were on such a low budget that it just came in a plain white cover, and they they pasted a uh, uh, an eight and a half by eleven picture of Jerry's son on the cover. Yeah, so yeah. Oh,
0: you're kidding!
2: Wow. Let's see. All right. What Let's track, go. Uh, what track would you like to play off of that? Quiet Village. did find a, a really rare album that's uh, difficult to find because, you know, as I mentioned, uh, you know, the Eden Abez album is is, is just a, a classic exotica album in in, in every way uh, imaginable. I've been trying to track down more stuff by uh, by Eden Abez and if he recorded any other things. And he has recorded a lot, believe it or not. And uh, one of the uh, albums I found uh, some of his compositions on uh... was by an album by bob Ro romeo bob romeo his flute and the jungle sextet and it's called aphrodisia mm-hmm. and it's got a a wonderfully cheesecake cover and it's got uh... one three it's got three original uh... Eden up as tracks on this uh... on this album Really? Um, yeah it's got sahara uh... zen and uh, Lisbon Street Dance, so those three tracks are are on here and it's the only recorded versions of those songs that I know of, uh, but Bob Romeo uh, plays the flute, it's got Lorendo Almeida on guitar and Eddie Cano, Eddie Cano on piano and Car- Carlos Vidal on bongos and it's a great album. Um, It was recorded for Sunset Records in 1956, and I like the track Sahara. it's it's cool because it's got a subtitle that says music for delightfully uninhibited males and females only (laughs) it it says right at the top and then at the bottom at the bottom there's a disclaimer it says caution it says the primitive rhythms in this album are basic and explosive those unaccustomed or accustomed to dealing with aroused emotions are urged to listen with care i love that (laughs) So yeah, this was definitely geared towards your, uh, you know, your 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 exotica, um, um, swinging type uh, crowd, you know. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Okay, well let's move on to uh, to our second to the last track here. What 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 do you got for us?
2: You know who I really like a lot too that you don't see too many of his records around is a guy Mm -hmm. named Jack Bongo Berger. uh he is a an, just an incredible uh percussionist and he's got a couple uh what they call uh, instructional albums uh, like uh, you know learn to play the bongos or learn to play congas um and, and but he's also got yeah he's also got a couple other albums um, of all original material that are that are worth seeking out um Uh, One is called the end on bongos and the end uh, is a girl sitting on a pair of bongos So that's I guess that's the end they're talking about perfect that album is is very good if you can find it Um, He he does songs like uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Mambo Burger and a lot of a lot of original tracks on here A few good ones in here, but I like Mambo Burger
0: Mambo Burger my favorite kind of burger (laughs)
2: that's right it's a tribute to all the burgers ham, cheese, and bongos and
0: bongos (laughs) (laughs) okay All right. Now, I got a a question for you now. This is, um, I I guess, what you'd call a rarity question. Um, Okay. You know, there's a lot of artists that actually, they weren't necessarily Exotica artists, but when Exotica exploded, they went off and did... A, a a one-off, you know. And Robert Drasman's Voodoo is a perfect right. example of that.
2: Oh, exactly. Almost everybody had a Hawaiian album. Connie Francis had a Hawaii album. Mm-hmm. Connie Stevens had a Hawaii album. Ponzi Ponce had his own album, for God's sakes.
3: Yes.
2: You know. So yeah, I mean, everybody was coming out with with Hawaiian records. You know, that it was it was popular at the time. I mean, you know, in Southern California, the tiki explosive of the 60s was just going gangbusters you had restaurants left and right you know Mm -hmm. so you had to have music to play in these places and it got people hooked and so everybody wanted more you know so everybody everybody and their mother put put an an, either an exotic or a hawaiian
0: type album out you know uh you know there's one that comes to mind it's more orchestral exotica but it's that uh a, a musical touch of Far Off Places with Warren Barker, but it's got the William Holden on the cover. Right, And I don't right. know if That's, William Holden is, had anything to do with the album other yeah, than putting his I face on it. I don't think there. he
2: did. I really don't. I think they put his name on there to sell it, really. Right. Um, because I don't know how popular Warren Barker was at the time. I know he was doing a lot of soundtrack work, mm-hmm. and he, he also did all the soundtrack music for the Hawaiian Eye um television show so yes yeah he's he's he's, he he's, he's, he's done he's done some great great exotic music he's he's one that you could do a best of warren barker and just put out something that's just all his exotica work it would be just phenomenal you could do it it'd be a two disc set for sure
0: okay throw me out one more here
2: one album that is really hard to find it was a a side project I believe by Billy May Um, and the album is called um, uh, Polynesian Fantasy by the Out Islanders.
0: I'm familiar with that one. That is a phenomenal album.
2: Yeah, Polynesian Fantasy. It was put out on on Capitol Records. uh, They describe it as an exotic musical mood adventure by the Out Islanders. And uh, yeah, this was a uh, Side project um, by by Billy May, and in fact it does include an original Billy May song on the end of side two called "Honorable Hong Kong Rock." And uh, yeah, this was basically an album between Billy May and Charlie Barnett because uh, Charlie Barnett plays uh, uh, the saxophone uh, throughout the album which makes Man, it's for got a
0: great cover.
2: Great cover. You got the girl uh, nude girl, oh. uh, you know, sitting by the by the waterfall with a giant layer in and in a, and a flower in her hair. So it doesn't get yeah. much doesn't get much better than that.
0: Right, exactly. And th- and this is one of those albums where, you know, it's Pretty much all the tracks are really good. I, I really like all the tracks. Oh, this yeah. Album. Do you have a particular uh, standout that you, uh, that yeah, you want? Yeah, definitely. Honorable Hong Kong Rock. Great tune. Okay, from the Out Islanders. Honorable Hong Kong Rock. Two more. I'm going to prompt you on two more here, sure. really quick. Uh, the first one, speaking of of side projects, Augie Cologne. Now uh, he did. He was the percussionist for Martin Denny, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, for those of you who may not know, he put out two of his own albums, um, "Sophisticated Savage." Enchant of the Jungle but Sophisticated Savage is one that really commands a lot of money when it comes up and it's got a fantastic cover as well
2: Sophisticated Savage that was his first solo album um, a uh, an incredible album um, Martin Denny did the liner notes um, for uh, the back of this album um, they definitely uh, spent some uh, some time and money to record this thing because uh, it's really recorded well. It's got a great tiki on the cover, and uh, yeah, it just uh, it highlights uh, uh, Augie Colon uh, just uh, or Cologne uh, at his best.
0: Yes, and and there's a little side thing I read somewhere on the net. I don't know if this is true or not. I had I had read you me- you remember the uh, the record label Scamp, who released a lot of the Mark yeah. Denny stuff. There was a rumor that they were actually going to release both of the Augie Cologne albums on on CD. I had heard and, that uh, too as like a twofer. Yes, that would have uh, been
2: awesome if it would have been realized, but I don't think it ever happened. I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. Now the other thing too is I was going on I was going through a webpage that had a uh, an EMI and Liberty um, catalog listing of. All the LPs and their catalog numbers. Right. And there is a catalog listing for *Sophisticated Savage* in stereo. Really. But I've never seen it. I've never seen it. it's an LSP 3101, uh, I believe, and an LRP was the was the monos. And and as far as I know, for those of you who may not. No, listening out there. Sophisticated Savage, as far as I know, is only available in mono. But there was a um, a catalog number from Liberty Records allotted for the stereo version. And the interesting thing I found, by sheer chance, I don't know if you found this or not, but the um, the Ultra Lounge CD series that was put out by Capitol, right. they have the track from Sophisticated Savage, the one track called cologne where you know they're doing the jungle thing and it is recorded in stereo really it, yeah if you listen to the cd it's in oh, stereo i'm gonna so, have to
2: listen to that they might have it and they just never released it or something i don't know yeah
0: or, or maybe some of the tracks were recorded in stereo and they never did Finish the stereo I don't version? No, I don't know. Usually,
2: you know, when they record a, a stereo album, they record it in stereo and then just break it down for the mono mix. Right. Um, and they either do that or they, they'll they go back into the studio and re record it like they did with uh, Martin Denny's first Exotica album, you know. Right. Exotica. It was originally recorded in mono and then they went back into the studio and, and recorded it again in stereo. Um,. So, you know, yeah, it's it's possible, but boy, uh only uh Capitol Records will know for sure if they've got all those tracks in stereo. Boy, I'd, I'd love to be able to get it.
0: Yeah, that is one vault I would love to spend a week just <laughs> getting lost in is right. the Capitol vault. Crazy. Let's so, see if we
2: can get a part-time job uh, uh, sweeping the uh, sweeping the uh, vault. Sweeping
0: the floors, yes, I would do that, but <laughs> I'll tell you. So, okay, I'm going to play the track <laughs> Cologne from, uh, actually from the Ultra Lounge CD, but but it's originally recorded for the Sophisticated Savage album, so here we go.
1: Cologne Cologne play.
2: Courtesy
0: of And the last track is from an exceptionally rare album uh, that I, I wanted to bring up. White Goddess by Frank Hunter. Oh yeah. That that's another one which is super hard to find. It's got a cool cover. And the music is really pretty interesting. He's got like a an, an electronic, like an early synthesizer or something in some of those, but uh, really, really good album and really, really hard to find.
2: Yeah, that one's a, a very rare uh, album to find. Um, I'm trying to find the name of that uh, electronic keyboard that he used. I think it was called an on-deal line. That's what it is. An Andeo line. It's an electronic instrument designed in France, which issues a strange vibrato sound when the entire keyboard is shifted. So, yeah. I think uh, Jean-Jacques Perret uh, actually uh, played one of those as well.
0: Really? Very very odd. That is a cool album. I, I, my little story for finding that one is that, that was one I was looking for. I found it at a swap meet, and... Uh, you know, I wish I could say I found it for a dollar, but it was $25. Wow. So it, was, it was a little high, but it was in pristine shape. Well and it was worth st-
2: it if it's in great shape, yeah. Oh,
0: and it was a stereo copy, so I, I snagged oh. it. I snagged oh, definitely. It. Yeah, the stereo
2: a, one is, is twice as hard to find uh, than the uh, mono copy.
0: You have a particular track on that one that you like?
2: Oh, man. I like uh, uh, Point Siena. Or 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 Jungle Fantasy.
0: Oh, good one. Okay, here we go. Frank Hunter and his orchestra from the very rare album White Goddess with Jungle Fantasy. All right, so I would like to thank Jeff Chennault. Thank you very much for joining us via satellite here at the Quiet Village.
2: Thank you, Mark. It was it was nice talking
0: to you. It was great, and I was thrilled to have something that you didn't have, and then you won up to me with something that was just ultra phenomenally rare, which was super <laughs> cool. Which, um, yeah, I I, I I
2: just I just digitized those recordings at a recording studio here because mm-hmm. I didn't want to i didn't want to have them touch my old reel-to-reel that i got because i didn't want anything to happen to these tapes you know so because uh, they're the only tapes in existence of the of uh-huh. this kahiki trio so um, I had them digitize it for me, so I could at least listen to it and get an idea of what it sounds like. And now that I know what's on it, you know, I'm gonna try to compile the best tracks from uh, all three of these reels yeah. and and uh, put them out uh, on on a
0: vinyl record. I wish you the absolute best of luck, and I'm already in line. I got my money in hand, ready to roll. <laughs> so well, thank uh, you, appreciate thank it, you, man. Thank you very much for coming here and and. Uh... Educating us to some of this ultra rare vinyl, which has never been released in a digital format at all. And some of it, you know, I imagine may never be released on CD. You know, some of these small one off record labels you know that the the master tapes are probably you know if not in bad shape they're probably completely lost
2: right gone. i mean where are they you know exactly i mean you know where where do the original tapes for arnie the singing bartender exist you know i mean right. where are those
0: they may be sitting know? in his basement right now and nobody y- you knows you never know
2: <laughs> you never know hey i found the kahiki trios tapes so anything's possible Yeah.
0: well we have come to the end of another Episode here at the Quiet Village, and quite frankly, an episode I did not want to end because I love geeking out on, on the records. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Want to remind you that you can go to the Quiet Village at any time by simply clicking on the link in the artwork window on your podcast, or by going to digitiki.com and clicking on the podcast button, where you get a complete list of all the tracks in this episode and in past episodes. And keep in mind, the tracks in this episode are going to be exceptionally hard to find, but at least you'll know what they are. So I want to give a very special thanks to our guest, Jeff Chenault, for visiting us at the Quiet Village via satellite. Until next time, everybody, aloha. Mahalo. Mahalo.